0: And welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 61, Heavy on the Base. In this episode, we haven't spoken for a week. I mean, eight days. JFG Ash once again correctly predicts the future. JFG Alex gets dive-bombed by Angry Birds. Ubisoft feature throughout the podcast for good and bad. And finally, as I record the intro a day later, we now have Overwatch. Yay!
1: Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 61. My name is Alex, and I'm joined, as ever, by my very good friend, Ash. Hey, buddy, how are you? Person I haven't spoken to since literally the last time we recorded a podcast. I know, it's literally been, like, a whole week. Actually,
0: eight days, because, you know, last week it was a Tuesday.
1: Oh, yeah, we had that terrible debacle with the Tuesday recording session, exactly. which so was entirely my fuck fault. Fuck,
0: we're back to Wednesday now, you know. Yeah, Ugh, yeah. God. But yeah, buddy, it's been over a week since I last talked to you. I mean, I've been playing games on my own a lot, which is fine, because uh, I've managed to finish Uncharted, which is good. Nice! Yes, I managed Sweet to get it, get it finished last night, I was like, oh no, I've got to get it finished before the podcast. And yeah, I did it with ease, no problems. I think it took me 16 hours altogether, but... Yeah, yeah, that
1: sounds about the same as mine. It I think good. mine was about that as well. Yeah,
0: I managed to get through it on hard. Some bits were very annoying. I uploaded a lovely uh, video to YouTube uh, last night. Uh, about nine minutes of me just trying to do one part over and over again. It was very I saw frustrating.
1: That. It was baffling.
0: <laughs> I d- I didn't know what was. I was like, I'm not a retard at computer games, surely. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I mean, did you have
1: issues on that bit, or were you no nope. like, nope. first time? Weird. I went back and played it today because uh, I was like, I need to see this in action. First time, but obviously I'm not. I, I know that you're a, a really good video games player. Like, <laughs> it's not. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if there was some sort of like so, uh, latency I felt like I was that kicked there. in. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't it, know. It was just really Every, annoying. Anyway, I was seeing like when you first jumped on it it, it, it seemed like it was completely uncontrollable from the way that you were moving. Yeah, like, it was
0: sliding me off to the right. And I was like, what is yeah. this? Like, That's not supposed to happen. It didn't happen to me. <laughs> it was just pulling <laughs> me know. over. I was like, ah! Anyway, that game is fucking sweet, but we'll talk about that later, I guess. Um, yeah, cool. What have I been doing this week? I hear you ask, probably didn't, but I'll tell you anyway.
1: I can't remember if I did or nah, not, because didn't. I always I do, but needless to say, buddy, you know that I want to know. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, What have I been doing? I have been messing about with Windows XP. Don't ask what me What do you why. mean by this? It's, um, <laughs> I've had an idea... That I'm gonna build some sort of media PC because I've got an Android right. box in uh, in my front room, and it's it just hasn't got the beans, buddy. It hasn't got the right the chops. It's it's a bit stuttery. So I thought, you know what? Why not you know make a a media PC? So I managed to get an old computer. You know nothing great. I think it's like some kind of um, Pentium D processor or something. It will run stuff. Thing it's like 2.8 gig, uh, gigahertz
1: space anywhere. age.
0: Oh, yeah, it's about 10 years old, but it was free. That's all you like, need, though, is it? Oh, yeah, Gibbons, buddy. Uh, I might have to upgrade the RAM, it's only got like two gig of RAM in there, I, was like, oh, I might have to put a couple more in, but it, it does the job. And uh, yeah, Windows XP is just fucking dead, like it's got it like pre installed on there, and you can't do anything on that thing. I was just like, wow, like trying to remember back, like using it. I was just like, how did how did people use this it's just it just doesn't do anything i was like I, I just want to install like firefox or any kind of internet browser and it was just like nah, it's not supported anymore mate I'm like, because yeah.
1: people get like rose tinted glasses about old os's and stuff like yeah. they, they think about the good old days you know and they're like oh this bloody windows 10 it's yeah. like designed for touch screens it's all bullshit everything's better now isn't yeah, it yeah everything is better <laughs>
0: Um, but I, I did. I managed to get Windows 7 installed on that computer, and it kind of runs okay. But I, I won't be using it. It's just like gonna be sitting there as a operating in the uh, in the background, not not working. will just uh, install Kodi on there, and then uh, then yeah, everything will be sweet. But yeah, I've been looking at all different. I've been looking at loads of computer parts. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just build like a media center, and you can like build like a. I think they're called a mini ITX like, system for about, like, a really quite a decent one for about 200 quid. And I was like, oh, I, I, I just can't afford that. I just can't That's afford it, anything.
1: isn't it? That's right on the cusp, you know, like, a 50 quid less, and you'd be like, yeah, that's definitely worth my while. Yeah. But as soon as you creep towards 200 pounds, yeah. it's like, oh, really? Like I, really uh, I was this?
0: looking at it, I was just like, oh, just get the motherboard, the RAM, and, like, the processor, and that'll do, that'll run it. And I was like, oh, yeah, but then I need to buy, like, a case, and then this is buy like a power supply oh and then the hard drive if i want a solid state one as well and i'm like oh shit it all just adds up but yeah I, I, i'm still contemplating building a new one but i don't know i might try just source some like newer older parts like um yeah maybe, maybe like you five could year old. buy some old tower of ebay or something yeah exactly yeah, know, it's like just five, uh, like, like, I, I want old. something small obviously for the living room and uh, I could get like a, a micro ATX um, motherboard, but still they're they're still reasonably large. But I don't know, thinking about it. Um, I had a meeting at work today. Uh, I was proposing that we should get VR at work. <laughs> <laughs> How I, did that go? I think it's going to go forward. <laughs> really? I think
1: so. <laughs> so what were uh, your arguments for getting VR in a well, prison? Well... Um,
0: we were looking at it from... Obviously, we were looking at it the way that, yeah, we want VR to fuck about with. So, like, how can we try and persuade people to get it in here? So we, were, we went to, like, the psychology department. We were like, yeah, we've been doing this research on uh, different phobias and things, and, uh, you know, virtual reality is, like, the forefront of, you know, where these things can be doing going because you can emulate this, uh, like, phobias and stuff uh, in, in a safe way environment and they're like ah oh. so i i spent all morning like researching putting like a little pamphlet together i found it like uh, i found like uh, a couple of case studies where vr had been used and it was like yeah vr's awesome i'm like yeah we're we're sticking that in the pack and they're like oh, okay yeah get us a cost analysis done and uh, yeah we'll think about this and i'm like sweet get it nice so uh yeah might have like an oculus rift by like the end of the year or something which would be be very good, buddy. Be fucking Nice, sweet.
1: buddy. That'd be good for the porn. Excellent. Yeah, I don't know if uh,
0: I'll be able to do that at work, but yeah, I, d- <laughs> I don't see why not. I'm sure like my buddies at work will be totally up for that. I mean, it was discussed <laughs> in privacy, but yeah. Oh, dear. Um, Yeah, so VR, I might be might be doing some of that. Um, Like I've been saying, uh, I completed Uncharted, and I did it wearing headphones, buddy wearing my lovely 7.1 surround sound, whatever Sony wireless gold things they're called, I don't know. And did you feel that that added to the experience? Um, at the time, no. But then, like, they died last night, um, about an hour towards before, like, the end, like, the battery ran out, unfortunately, because I forgot to charge them. Door. Uh, and I, I put it back onto, like, the sound bar on the telly, and I was like, wow. This is really, like, shit compared to the headphones. So I think, (laughs) like, if there's, like, single-player games that I really want to get immersed in, I'm going to be wearing the headphones from now on. So, like, with Doom, like, when I get a chance to play the single-player game, which I'm so excited for, Seeing as er- that—that's all anyone's still talking about now—is just the Doom campaign. I—I can't wait to play that, um, and <laughs> I'm literally—I'm I'm just going to be like, "Yeah, pop, pop my headphones on, off I go." It's going to be sweet,
1: buddy. Nice man. I think I might need to invest in some of those, to be honest.
0: Yeah, like um, they were on sale in Smith Toys. Uh, I think the nearest one near you is probably Downing Maidstone or something. I think there's one around there. There's probably one in Chatham, to be honest but um yeah they were on sale there for 50 quid again which is what I got them for and
1: it's a good price isn't
0: yeah, it yeah it seriously is and they they're extremely comfy I mean I'm I'm wearing them right now like they are one of the comfiest sets of headphones that I've worn and the uh, with uncharted it had like their preset like EQ and whatever bass boost or whatever you want and you can download it to the headset itself and um i i yeah, that's what I did actually, sorry, um backtracking a sec. I was um listening to on um, seven point one, then they died, so I plugged it into the controller and I was like, Oh, that sounds horrible compared to what the the seven point one sounded. And then I went onto the soundbar and I was just like, you know what? Like I I didn't appreciate it while I was using it, but it, it really does. Make quite a big difference and is 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 really cool and yeah for fifty quid I I I highly recommend these uh, if you've got a PS4
1: and I think it's really cool that they've got the bespoke EQs for each game as well I think that's a really nice touch
0: yeah unfortunately it's not for like every single game it's only for like mainly like um, first it? party Sony yeah, first stuff, party stuff. and then sure. like a couple of others like Destiny and things that have actually gone to the bother of doing it but there are like standard presets in there like you know heavy bass and you know because that's how uh, how he likes it heavy on the bass buddy
1: Oosh, indeed <laughs> and, and yeah you can match like games up with one another can't you like uh, a, a bespoke EQ for a sort of sci-fi shooter is going to work for all sci-fi shooters and that sort of thing probably so that can make sense Gibbons buddy Hooch is crazy given uh
0: but yeah that's um pretty much my week because um i I just spent it playing uncharted searching for that pirate booty buddy how about you how was your hollishlay
1: my hollishlay was wonderful buddy i've been all about the place like a blue bottle in many ways and uh yeah i've had ridiculous weather i got badly sunburnt nice which is ridiculous because i was north of newcastle it's supposed to be very cold there at all times that's the impression that i got but uh no it's uh just been fantastic went to york first stayed believe, over there buddy, for a night. because you went higher further north you were closer to the sun because you went up that's what it is yeah it it's, is. it's just a question of altitude buddy got it in one yeah it's true it's true <laughs> uh yeah, went to York. I had the nicest meal I've ever had in my life. Also one of the most expensive. Good. Buddy. Um, it was fucking cool. This place was called Oxo's on the Mount. And uh they treated us like we were royals, like they sat they showed us to the drawing room rather than a table, nice. gave us the menus. Barman came out, took drinks orders, and then brought them over on a silver tray. That's what uh, you like. Then the maitre D guy came over, took our orders while we were just like slothing about in the armchairs, and was like, "Oh yeah, I'll show you to your table when the starters are ready." And I was like, "Cool." Showed us to this like beautiful table overlooking a lovely garden, and our wine was there on ice, and the food was fucking spectacular. And we got they gave us like complimentary fucking caviar and ham and some sort of salmon and then loads of lovely bread and all sorts of shit but it was crazy to show us back to the drawing room after our meal was done for tea and coffee it was like this is the life right here (laughs) so yeah pretty special um so that was good and then went up to bamburgh and that is in northumberland and is just crazy, like they shoot loads <laughs> of like movies and stuff there because it's it's just mental, it's just this big flat beach, yeah. with like a castle overlooking it. It was crazy, just up there, like some sort of weird paradise. It didn't really feel like I was in England anymore um <laughs> did some cool trips, had some nice food by uh, trips, went on this- on mean drugs, yeah. I do not. I mean uh wildlife trips. Ah okay. So um not so cool. <laughs> we, we took a catamaran to the Farn Islands and uh went seal watching and uh bird watching for puffins. Oh, did you see any puffins, Benny? Saw hundreds of puffins. Hundreds? There's a lot of it about yes, Jesus. there's a uh, there's fifty thousand mating pairs of puffins on the farn islands. Were they all going at it simultaneously? Hammer in some and tongue kind of no, gangbang. No. No, but um, uh, there were some cool birds there called terns and uh, the, because this is like a National Trust island, is basically like, yeah, this belongs to the birds and you're just going to have to like lump it kind of thing. So there's this <laughs> footpath going all the way around the island. But if any birds decide that they're going to make their nests and lay their eggs on that path then they just draw like a chalk outline around it like a crime scene and then like tape it off <laughs> and you have to just avoid it. Nice. <laughs> like if you tread on any eggs or anything, they'll just like eject you off the fucking island. I presume mm. they just chuck you in the sea. Yeah. I don't know. But because there were these birds, these terns with like nests on the path, yeah, they were like dive bombing people because they were like oh, fucking get away from their, my their nest.
0: Babies or whatever. Fucking yeah. sweet.
1: So, I, I bet I thought they it was weren't really you, funny because you're tool as well. You're like, oh, I was, major threat. Kill. I was wearing a really big grey coat with a big hood. I presumably looked like some sort of terrifying walking rock face. Oh, God. So they were like, they were, they were shit up. Let's just oh, put it that way. Right, then. And, Jesus. Yeah. And they were just dive bombing my head. It was pretty special. It didn't hurt. <laughs> but it was funny. Nice. But, but yeah, <laughs> it was cool went to an island that's like um there's like all these tide things up there where um you 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 can only cross at certain times because it's like a causeway and the the tide comes in and like submerges the road yeah i get it (laughs) it was crazy so yeah we went over to this island at like two and the last safe crossing was 230 and we kind of thought okay so Everyone's presumably going to turn up sometime early afternoon, and then the safe crossing was like seven thirty. After that, so you sort of wander about for five hours or whatever, and then go home. Yeah. But no, apparently, apparently everyone goes there in the morning and fucks off before the tide comes in. Really. And because it was also a Sunday as well. It meant that we. It was like a fucking ghost town. Like the population of this island is like eighty people. Yeah. And. The weather wasn't especially good at that point either, so we were just walking around this ghost town, like, (laughs) waiting for the tide to go out. It was really weird. Awesome. But, yeah, pretty cool. Finished off my trip down in Cambridge at this hotel that's like a converted army base and looks horrible from the outside, but they've spent millions on the inside, and it's really nice. Has, like, a 50-inch telly and a complimentary, like, tablet in your room. It was pretty cool. Did you go
0: in so the no, browser history on the tablet?
1: Uh, there was no like proper, it was some sort of like bullshit browser, like nah. in, in a bespoke like flash browser thing. It was fucking shit. Like, <laughs> I was trying to watch YouTube videos and it had like a five minute sleep timer and it didn't, it was one of these things where it doesn't recognize oh, a, a full screen a video, video oh. as you doing anything. So it, it just kept turning the screen off every five minutes. It was awesome. bullshit.
0: That is what you want.
1: So yeah, all in all, buddy, good holiday, rounded off in the end by a trip to the cinema on our final day to see the new X-Men film, which Ooh. I highly recommend. It was really, really good. Nice,
0: buddy. I've still got my free cinema tickets. I won at Mackie D's that I haven't used yet, so yeah, a good one, one weekend I will get away from the kids one
1: day. It's a fun film. Really, nice. really good. Um, weird pacing. Like, it felt like it was like 90% leading up to a fight, and then there was like a 10 minute fight kind of thing. So, it kind of felt like a bit of an uneven spread. I don't know. Maybe that was just no, I'm me. I'm not a big but, fan but, of uh, uneven spreads, yeah. buddy. I really like those X Men yeah, cool. films. They're
0: cool. They're not bad. So, yeah. Than those Fantastic Four. So, yeah, films, I think that's but about it, buddy. terrible.
1: Yeah, fuck that shit. There'll be none of that. Now, the X-Men was quite a nice um, antidote to the whole, like, Avengers shit. I thought you were going to say the whole, like,
0: nature week. Fuck that. Let's get back to reality.
1: Get in the (laughs) cinema. Watch a big TV. (laughs) Yeah, Saw all these fucking puffins and I was like, for fuck's sake, I wish there was just like Magneto <laughs> here. To... <laughs> That's kind of really after a bit of Wolverine at this point rather than these fucking sea lions. That'd be good. Kevin's buddy. Yeah. I'm
0: totally with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was my week. Uh, I I just have been away. Uh, I, I went away the following day to the last week's podcast recording and I got back late last night uh, went to work today so (laughs) I've done nothing other than that nice buddy Uh, so I'd imagine what we've been playing is going to be a little bit shorter than usual but that's probably best yeah it's rather late let's do it let's go and have a little cheeky talk about what we've been playing do it do it do it do it So it's a, uh, it's a tiny little list, buddy. One for you, one for me. So um, do you want to get the ball rolling with a bit of Uncharted speak?
0: Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I can't remember where we left it last week. I was pretty much saying that this is the greatest adventure game that I've ever played, and I, I still think that's the same. I mean, um, it uh, there was a point where it kind of did drag, and I was like, okay, this needs to hurry up and finish now. But uh, just to be honest, I, I think if it... If that section i think it was around about chapter 18 i think around there like i could have done with maybe like an hour less of that stage um now i don't want to go into spoiling stuff i mean do you reckon we'll do like a spoiler cast of this because there's a lot that i want to talk about
1: I'm totally up for that. We just need to find the time to do it, really. You just need to find a spare hour at some point over the next like, week or so. But I, re- I reckon we can definitely do that. Okay.
0: Well, I was thinking maybe just chuck it on the end of this one if we get time, if we get through all the rest of this.
1: Yeah, could happen. We'll Whenever we do we... it, I think we should definitely do it. So. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, so uh, we all know the, the issues with Uncharted, with some of the shooting and stuff. Um, I played it through on hard... Um, a uh, friend of the podcast, JJ, he's he's going through it on on um, crushing, which uh, we were having a little chat again, and yeah, he's he's he was struggling a bit. It was getting a it was getting a bit too um bit too heavy, and and I, I kind of understand in certain parts of that game where it would get hard, where like um, the enemies just literally rush you, and there's nothing you can do if you don't kill them quick, you're you're gonna die
1: there's a hell of a lot of that in this one as well like far more than in the other three
0: I didn't think it was that bad I thought it was a lot better than the other ones like I only remember really like three or four times where I was like in a tough
1: situation where I was like okay yeah I kept dying and dying Um, I think it depends how you play it to be honest yeah uh, that's true I, I kind of found that I regularly got overwhelmed by enemies, but that was because I was trying to stealth through sections and then mm. they they spotted me and I was in the middle of, like, five of them. Yeah, kind of I of the same. Whereas if you're more meticulous and come at it from one angle, kind yeah, of thing, kind I, of I, of I could sweep see it hit, being... Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's certainly less of these, like, awful tanky characters in this one. That yes, definitely. I only really came across, like, a, a few games. sections where that, that was
0: the case. Um... I really like the stealth sections. Uh, I, I think um, I, I tried to do as much as that in stealth uh, as I could. Like like you said, um, if you do get caught, you can just run away in a way uh, on yeah. this. And th- that's pretty much what I did. I went around stealth killing everyone and then just if I did get found, I'd, I'd run away. There was a section where there was... Um, uh, some water you could go in, so I would just jump back in the water and go and hide underneath, like uh, underneath the the building itself. So like, where's he gone? I'm
1: like, yeah, I'm literally weirdly like, I'm satisfying just... that whole like yeah, suddenly definitely. wreaking havoc and then disappearing back yeah, into the totally. shadows.
0: <laughs> I, I found it really funny. Like, yeah, I'd be hiding in a bush, and they'd I'd watch like three of them walk together and just like toss a grenade in between all of them. They're like, boom, and then everyone's like, oh, what? What's that? I'm like. I <laughs> got you.
1: And I really like the fact that if you uh if you throw nades then they don't know where it came from. Yes, totally. so many games have fucked that. Like you yeah. throw a nade and they and all of them look around from where it came from instantly yeah, whereas so, No, that's bullshit. No. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um I was going to say something. Ah, yes. One thing that I really also like about this game even though it's such a linear game it really doesn't feel that way in a lot of the like parts because there's like two, three, four different routes to take. And I, I, because I like looking, walking around trying to find collectibles and stuff, I was like, oh, wow, I could have gone this way. I could have gone around here and climbed up this wall. Oh, I could have gone under there. And they all kind of lead you to the same place. And I was like, it's like half the time I was like, am I going in the right direction? I, I just didn't know. But I really liked that about this game. It wasn't so direct.
1: It is a great is antidote very, very to that whole linear experience. Yes. It, like it the makes level a design must be,
0: it, it, I thought was absolutely fantastic the way they did that.
1: And it doesn't even need to. It doesn't even need to lead anywhere. Like it. You you know when you discover these other routes that it is, it's kind of irrelevant. You'd have ended up in the same place within thirty seconds anyway. But it just feels better. It just feels like smarter and and also kind of like you're doing things your own way more it gives you more yeah. more of a sense of freedom as though this is your adventure specifically rather than just a generic walk kind of playthrough
0: yeah i, I think because i'm definitely gonna play through it again i might try and go for the speed run achievement where you have to complete it in six hours which um might be a challenge but that uh, sounds I, interesting yeah just Check it on like easy or whatever, and then just try and sprint it. I mean, it's obviously doable, but um, Could be I, I feel fun. like yeah, I feel like um, if I I went round again, uh, I'd probably find different routes each time. But yeah, well, I can't really talk about the enemies, can I? Because that'd be spoiling it. Oh, oh well, um, I'll just say the tunnel section that was sure. bad. That was bad for me. Okay. I didn't enjoy that. With the the things that are wrapped up, I really didn't like them. I I, I felt like that was their equivalent of, you know, the annoying stuff from the other games that people don't really like that much.
1: I think the thing I find most annoying about Uncharted, and there aren't many things, to be honest, uh, I think it's a little clunky in places. I still think that... um, I've I've got a real problem with the gunplay as well and and the aiming yes. from cover and stuff. But I feel like they just they <laughs> there's too much of each individual thing. Like they milk each individual. If there's a new mechanic, then you'll do it 300 times. And if there's True. a new idea they've got, then it'll be an hour of that idea. There's just a little bit too much. It's not padding, it's just embellishment of stuff and I think that's the only problem. Obviously, they're building a game, they're trying to build a game that is compelling and interesting for everyone. And, yeah. and that's hard when you're making something so commercial. It's it, Obviously, it's difficult. And it's a credit to them, the amount of creativity that goes into it and the amount of unique ideas, but... Yeah, stuff like moving crates to get up places. Which That's exactly the same what I was going to say. The ladder thing in The Last of Us as well. Yeah, it's like I just and and the gravel sliding stuff to a lesser extent. I found that mostly more fun. Yeah, but same. I
0: I, I was going to say like the, the gravel sliding. I found it all of it really fun, apart from that one bit. That totally
1: fucked me. <laughs> uh, I'm convinced that that something had gone wrong there. I like think so too. Out. Like seriously, because I was just like, "What is going on?" But anyway, It'd be interesting when you play that bit again. <laughs>
0: yeah, like um, in in parts of it, I would like work out the puzzle first, like what I would have to do, and it wouldn't let me because I had to wait for my like counterpart to say oh, have you looked at this? I'm like, yeah, I have looked at that. I, I thought we could yeah. do that. And it's like, okay, yeah, I could have sped things along, but it wouldn't let me kind of thing, which is fine, you know, but I don't know, it, it should let you just be like, hey, I'm going to do this, and then you go off and do it kind of thing.
1: But Again, yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of like um, the big, the big studio commercial trying to appeal to everyone. If you compare it to something like The Witcher, for example, like that's a a studio that doesn't you know they're not going to like hold your hand no, through the game not. whereas naughty dog they have to do that like it's it's sony's big game and sometimes it's detrimental to the experience sometimes it's too it's almost too accessible to people who don't regularly play lots of games and that is detrimental to the people that do but yeah, at the true. same time you can kind of understand it
0: yeah you know the um action scenes i I will call them action scenes and um it it was funny because you you know you play that classic game in in uncharted, yeah, sure, um playing those action sequences, I was like, this is exactly the same as that, but just prettier, it's true, yeah, it so it's almost weird. like a little cheeky nod
1: there, is isn't yeah,
0: it yeah i I guess so, because like that's that's all it is, pretty much like run and jump and you know. And that's what that other, you know, the, the, the that classic game was. It was weird. I don't know. Some for some reason it just clicked like halfway through that. I was like, oh yeah, that, that's I weird.
1: <laughs> the oddest, the oddest thing that I took away from Uncharted Four was the the bit that I thought I was going to really enjoy was the bit that I I didn't enjoy at all. Was which that the was story? the bit. It's been in the trailers, all the trailers. The bit where you, the. Uh, that you drive the ah, vehicle yes, the through the town. Yes. Yeah, I found the handling impossible. terrible. Couldn't on that. control it. Yeah, like, I know. Well, what's you, that all about? You get to that section having been driving the jeep for some time with no problems whatsoever, and then suddenly it's like you're on a fucking ice rink. Yeah, and I was, like, I, I was just I didn't enjoy it at all. Like, no, I me mean, neither. I was just
0: hitting all the sides, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. this is weird. <laughs> weird. This isn't how I saw this going. <laughs>
1: All in all, fucking what a game, though! Ah, oh, uh, the ups
0: and downs, buddy, is just fucking Stevens. what a roller coaster. And we
1: we will have, we'll have a good old delve into this game uh, for anyone who has finished it or doesn't care about spoilers. Um, and keep an eye on our feed. Uh, I'll do some tweeting and facebooking when that's going to yeah. go up as well. And we'll go into detail on that because yeah, like you, buddy, it's fresh in my mind still, and I've got so much to say about it. So mm, definitely, buddy totally worth it.
0: So that's pretty much me done for for games, buddy. Uh played a lot of Battlefield 4 on game night, which was lots of fun and a bit of pez, but you know, everyone knows about those games. What have you been playing then, buddy?
1: Uh, so I have only played. I've only turned my console on twice since the last time we recorded. Uh, once was when you went to bed after last week's recording session, nice. uh, and and the other was uh, about an hour and a half ago for a little while. Um, so yeah, I, and on both occasions I was playing Doom campaign. That's what I was playing oh, because jealous. fucking hell, <laughs> so jealous, buddy. It's so
0: good. Everyone like, I mean, I've only played the multiplayer, and like everyone's saying, like. Yeah the single player element. just like the, the multiplayer yeah. is nothing like the single
1: player is where it's at and I'm like oh it's you so bastards. ridiculous there's just stuff everywhere like all the enemies are so erratic and they come from so many different angles they can teleport in through portals and they're all just racing around you all the time and and <laughs> It's just, it just feels like an absolute fucking free for all. And then on top of that, you're in a situation where your health isn't going to regen. So there's no point ever hiding. No. And you're just t- hairing about the place, battering people. Like you get health for doing the like uh, glory kills. So you need to do them to keep healing up. Um, yeah. You got a chainsaw, and and if you use that to kill people, then they drop ammo instead of health. So it's a constant. It's almost like an arcade game as well as a shooter. Yeah, and, so you uh, to string things together. It's so fucking satisfying. Honestly, I can't believe it. It's I'm having a ball. I'm having an absolute ball. I think I'm about three hours in, something like that. The yeah. first, the first level or so was hugely underwhelming, Uh, but since then it's just been going from strength to strength, and it's just satisfying, that's the word for it, and highly addictive. It's just so much fun. It just feels so refined, which is ridiculous because it's employing so many old mechanics, and yet it's the freshest thing I've played for years and years, and I can see why people are like losing their shit over it, because I'm loving it. I'm absolutely
0: loving it nice buddy i'm definitely gonna have to get involved on that with the with the old 7.1 surround sound headphones
1: gibbons and the sound design's fantastic on yeah. that as well the horrible shrieks of the enemies and stuff is that's <laughs> uh, what i want it's brilliant the animations class the story's class and as well as being kind of frightening it's also really funny because it's so self-aware yeah and uh all the characters are really interesting i'm just getting into kind of the meat of the story now and uh yeah, it's just it's it's a ridiculous game and uh, a massive sleeper hit that I think people will be talking about heavily when it comes around to Game of the Year at the nice. end of 2016. But yeah, it's weird, like it they kind of led with the multiplayer component of that thing and that's the thing everyone likes the least
0: it's yeah i mean funny. they they had to put that out for beta testing didn't they really just to yeah definitely get the servers working i mean that's why that why was there and you know like that sold doom to me in the first place so just because it was so smooth like and, and the 60 frames per second just made it feel good really it, it
1: made it work yeah. uh, and it ran and they probably really well. didn't know that Anyone? I don't think anyone knew they wanted a single player no. shooter. But I mean, th- those
0: things are well, not anymore. But they they were like dead in the water. No one cared about the single player campaign. Like a lot of games, you know, thought we don't need this. We could just do a multiplayer thing like Battle uh, Battlefront and stuff like that. But you know, clearly that single player and um uh, and maybe Six Siege. I mean, that hasn't got any like single player storyline yeah. or anything, has it?
1: And I think Bethesda have done a lot of damage here. Like I think that uh, you know the the popularity of this is is it's gathering pace. People are talking about it more and more each week. Yeah. It's not like dying down since the release and no. you 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 sort of start to think that some of these companies are going to be having board meetings like, "Oh fuck, we're going to have to put single player as a prominent feature from now on kind yeah. of thing." It it's doing great work for the consumer and probably a lot of damage for devs, but uh, it's a beautiful thing. It really, really is. And uh, I know you'll feel the same when you can get stuck into it as yeah, well. Can't and wait, it. buddy. Really, it's my kind of. Really since seriously. I finished Uncharted, it's it's my main focal point at the moment. Yeah, that, that, I think
0: that's what I said last week. Like, I'm, I'm just going to focus on Uncharted finish that not like i want to rush through it or anything i still like i took my time with it i mean 16 hours i mean like you can do that a lot quicker but yeah got that out of the way now focus on the doom campaign and then maybe i don't know ah probably just end up playing overwatch when
1: we buy that which would be this week yes (laughs) indeed buddy hopefully we'll have it by the weekend yep i would have thought we'd be playing that over the weekend and probably be talking about that next week I reckon so, which is. But yeah. I'm very excited about as well. So there you go, short and sweet. Uh, well, a fair bit of detail for two games anyway, Details, but uh, that's all I've been games. playing. Yeah, fantastic. What a time to be alive, buddy. Ooh, it's beautiful. <laughs> and now it's time for The news. <laughs> Number one, number Wang, number Wang, called it. Fucking, he called it. He called it. Called I it. I doth my cap to you, sir. Uh, take a bow, so to speak. Uh, suck a dick. Suck a dick. Whatever you want to <laughs> say, really. Um, this is a rumor, but this is a rumor in big capital letters that means it's basically going to happen. Uh, various different sources originally broken by Kotaku. The Xbox One Slim is coming this year. It will unveil an E3. It will have a two terabyte hard drive. Ash called that. He said that was what you said it last week. You said it on last week's podcast. do so I do, buddy. You know, edit the truth. He edits the truth, and and here we are. Here we are once again. It looks like rather than trying to go toe to toe with Sony's alleged more powerful console this year Microsoft are consolidating they're bringing out a slimmer, cheaper version of the current Xbox One uh, with a view to release a new console in 2017 it will be a more powerful Xbox console the current codename is Scorpio nice, uh, it, will, like it, it will have 4K support it will be more powerful in every department and more interestingly than all of those things yes. it will have full support for the Oculus Rift now what do you make of all that? Uh, obviously fair play to you buddy, you called the slim I <laughs> I, slim. I just couldn't see them doing that when yeah, the buddy, new Sony consoles coming out. They've obviously decided and we we've been picking apart the the alleged uh stats and st- the figures and so on for the PlayStation Neo or PS4K or whatever. It looks like Microsoft have thought, no, we're going to do this right. We're going to wait a year. Um, Makes a more sense to now. me. But what do you make of that Oculus support as well? That's just fucking cool, buddy. I mean, that, that's good news. I reckon because you wondered how they'd compete with the VR stuff. I mean, if they've if they've got a solid, powerful console with full Oculus support, that's going to shit all over PlayStation VR in terms of the the quality of graphics and uh, yeah everything frame rate everything
0: it's gonna make me rethink you know one upgrading my ps4 and also two buying you know playstation vr now if they come out and say that because i don't know uh like next year if if they come out and say this thing like 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 it well 4K support that could just mean it can play 4K video and support 4K like you know we have discussed previously about like the the new uh, well, the PlayStation Neo uh, it could just have like 4K video output but yeah not Netflix or whatever. yeah exactly yeah um, so I mean I don't know. Um, it's yeah, like I said, it's going to going to make me rethink those things and maybe 2017. I mean, how how old's the PS4 going to be then? 4 years, 5 years?
1: Yeah, yeah. pretty al- almost enough time for you to justify buying a new console. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I could I can see that. I don't see why not.
0: I'd be happy with that. When what year did it come out? 20
1: 20- 2013.
0: 13. Oh yeah, so it'd be 4 years. Okay. No, I would have preferred 5. I think I said 5. When like months ago when we said like how long would we wait? I think I said five. But yeah, why not? Let's see what it does.
1: Because cool. it's, it's made things very difficult to understand and to decide on things. It's it's so there's so many different options and different paths you can take now as the consumer, but at the same time we don't really know anything absolutely solid. We don't know prices of anything, we haven't got enough information yet. What we know at this point is, do not buy a fucking console right now. That's what. God that's no. all we really know Bad at this idea. point. Don't buy just, a console. Just wait. Um, but, yeah, I mean, E3's massive now because... Uh, would Xbox announce any of this stuff for the 2017 model when they're r- releasing the Slim? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't
0: know. You know, we we literally just said, don't buy a console now. Yeah, you can get, like, an Xbox One for, like, 160 quid if you look around.
1: Yeah, but what's it going to be when the Slim comes out?
0: I don't know, but, like, 160 quid, if you're, like, gagging for something, or if you, you're, like, oh, I can't really wait, like, until the new PS4 comes out and, you know, or the
1: year after, I mean... I-
0: 160 quid's not bad.
1: <laughs> it's true, it's true, and and I'm kind of playing devil's advocate to a degree. I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Dan, today, and he was saying, have you considered just not buying, don't upgrade your PlayStation, don't buy PlayStation VR, just buy a cheap Xbox One and go down to your local fucking game or whatever and just clean up on 360 titles and just <laughs> have an absolute party with, yeah. like, 200 games. And I was like... Yeah, I mean, it has crossed my mind. I could be playing Gotham and Vegas and that, like, cheap. And we could be playing all of our favourite old school games. We like, could be playing Trials HD right now. We could, but would that novelty wear off? How long would it take to do uh, so? I, I, I think that time has has had its day. Again, I rose-tinted think. spectacles, buddy, yeah. if time's gone by.
0: Uh, I think I so. Know. Or we could buy like uh, an Xbox One and get EA access and just rinse EA's library on
1: that. That's true. That is true.
0: It's uh, it's 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 a, such a strange time for console gaming right now because like there's all fucking rumours about everything coming around and then ov- obviously like there's all the VR support and stuff getting chucked on top. So I just I just don't know. It's an odd one. It's very strange. What yeah. do you think, buddy? Anything else you want to say
1: about that? Uh, I mean, to be honest, it feels at the moment as though everything's changing weekly, so I don't really want to yeah. comment too heavily, but uh, what I will say is I think it's a I think it's a good move from Microsoft. They're, they're already at a disadvantage with the market share, and I, th- I don't think it's a bad decision on their part at all to see how things play out and perhaps launch a more powerful system after the PlayStation after they've seen how the market goes because i don't yeah. believe that that either sony or microsoft can can accurately predict how things are going to play out here this is uncharted yeah, I, territory yeah. for everyone so Definitely. i agree with that we'll leave it at that i think because you know it, again these are this is speculation and rumor still it's just from some very reliable sources so um, either way it's exciting it makes me very excited for E3 just because True. I just don't know what's going to happen there and uh, that's always the best way to go in to that yeah. expo and uh, you know the Xbox One Slim
0: it's going to be called the Xbox One S and everyone's going to call it the
1: X-Bones X-Bones you know. yep yeah yep. Yeah. that makes sense we keep- in keeping with the sort of single-letter stuff they did with the 360s various iterations as well. There you go. I'm calling that one as well, buddy. Nice. And (laughs) who would fucking disagree at this point? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of EA Access, as you you did a moment ago, buddy, uh, EA Access number two on the old news here, uh, EA Access will be free from June the 12th to the 22nd, uh, basically while E3 is on. So... Uh, while E3 is on, if you have an Xbox One, you can jump onto EA Access and play that entire library free of charge for 10 days or so. Definitely worth doing. <laughs> it certainly is. Uh, and if we had Xboxes, we would already be members, and that would be irrelevant. So, yeah. Givens. Uh We move on. The Division update. Uh, I don't know if Meh. you've been keeping an eye on this, buddy. A little bit. A little bit. Um... I think the biggest change that I noticed, other than op- the obvious addition of new missions, new weapons, and so on, uh, is that you can now hijack loot attached to the chopper rope so you yeah. can sabotage people while their loot is being extracted from the Dark Zone. That's um, gash. Sounds awful. Uh, at the same time, if you were a huge fan of the whole Dark Zone stuff, then you probably would welcome that as another way to spice things up, I think. but I guess uh, so, yeah. If you're low level like we are or not playing anymore like we are, then, uh, <laughs> that, then that's another reason not to load that game up again. The mm-hmm. idea that high level uh, people could just come and fuck you up just when you think you've finally like extracted something. Yeah. It'll be pretty awful. Uh, other features are include new missions, new incursions, and new items. It's quite a big update, this. So There's no.
0: a new currency as well. I can't remember.
1: Sweet, they needed another one of those. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I believe it's uh, totally fucked as well, buddy.
1: Have as you, is uh, tradition, of course. Have you
0: read any of the stuff that's been happening?
1: I've heard that there are bugs and glitches, but I I have to be honest with you here and people who regularly listen to this podcast know this isn't like me I normally read on even if I'm not that interested for posterity. <laughs> I just I, I mainly I, didn't. I
0: skipped over the stuff that was like, Oh yeah, it's got this, this and this and I was just like, Yeah, where's the bit that tells me where it's totally fucked? Yeah. <laughs> apparently the whole thing of people's characters getting deleted is back. Which is nice. nice. Yeah, there's um, issues with like the new whatever raid thing it's called um, that you just can't get into it. Um, there was reports um, where people were trying for like two hours and it just kept kicking them back either to like safe houses or to the like the beginning game menu or just boot them out of the game. Wow. Um, the <laughs> there's certain missions or whatever you have to do. I can't remember what they're called um, to get this new uh, currency. Um, people have been doing that and then going back to the vendor to get the currency and the guy's just been like no what are you in about there's nothing for you here wow cool So like, yeah they've had to go back do the mission again then go back to the dude and then they're like oh no that still hasn't worked do it again and then like four or five times later they, they finally get their reward I mean yeah that game's broken again so well played Ubisoft
1: yay Good stuff when the division launched, it seemed quite fresh and quite slick. And I was kind of thinking, This isn't going to be another destiny where it just kind of fades away, but it, it in actual fact, it's it faded, faded away, away quicker, far more quickly. Yeah, oh, more quickly Destiny,
0: yeah. for me anyway even like without the Taken King even like the original Destiny game lasted longer than the Division
1: did I believe it certainly feels that way and it's probably a subjective thing to a degree although I'm sure Ubisoft have the statistics which is probably why they aren't publishing them mm. but um, it does, it really does feel like that thing's kind of dead in the water already and uh, for a game of that ilk where it's kind of designed to be something that people play for years and years yeah, that's not cool it's not so, good. Oh, well. So we'll move on. And we'll move on to uh, the only, basically, the only game thing that I paid any attention to while I was on holiday. I, I happened to be in a hotel Why with is solid that, buddy? Wi-Fi. Is it
0: some sort of genre of game that you love
1: so much? It was indeed a racing game reveal, buddy. <laughs> and uh, I lingered in the bar in uh, the hotel in Bambra so that I could watch the actual reveal event. Um because the Wi-Fi was shite in my room. Uh, nice. And this is Gran Turismo Sport, which seems to have kind of popped up very, very quickly. We talked about talked about it briefly last yes, week. Yes, you did. And um, you were saying that, hey, this is going to be all over E3. I, I was. It, they kind of shot their load a bit early doors, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they got they, a bit too excited. We already know everything, I think. Uh, <laughs> firstly you were saying about how they said they were going to have a beta and then they didn't and i said well no they did have a closed beta um which is true but they have also now cancelled the open beta that they said they were going to have so you're kind of right there as well great Um, news so this is gran turismo sport uh which (laughs) it didn't look overly pretty to me if i'm honest uh Passable, but certainly not really. Not like, like four levels of no, shininess. not at all. Um, mm. Nineteen locations, twenty-seven tracks. Some of them dirt tracks. There's a nice. return of I think it was GT3 was the last time they had dirt tracks. So yes, they had rally sections, and it. it was lots of right. fun. Yes, yeah, that's a popular uh, statement. One three seven is the number of cars allegedly, which is far less than a standard Gran Turismo game, although. It would appear that this is a stopgap rather than a Gran Turismo Seven. Um, they also are aiming for full VR support from launch, optimization for the new console as well. Um, as I said, the open beta planned for this spring summer has been cancelled. Uh, Yamuchi says, "Sorry, but to run the beta would push the launch window into 2017, which I find yeah, because they
0: they have to get like a working." game or something, I think, or a working... I can't remember the word he used. Um, uh, Like, put, like, a pattern or something forward and be like, hey, yeah, check this out. And then for them, like, instead of just doing that once for the game to come out, they would have to do that twice which would push the game back, and that's why.
1: Yep. Uh, Still a worry that they're not going to test anything really properly. Yeah, they're a little bit worried. When when they'd already announced they were going to, which suggested that they needed to. So, um... Either way, this is launching on the 18th of November, and uh, obviously I'm somewhat excited about it because I'm big into racing games, but at the same time, everything feels a bit a bit rushed. Everything seems a bit... <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, here it is. Yeah, I'm just not <laughs> sure, to be honest, so... Um, yeah, I've watched a fair bit of footage. There's plenty of it surfing about on YouTube now. You can watch full races uh, from the GT Academy and uh, all sorts of stuff on there. And it looks, uh, it looks like a competent racing game. But I wouldn't say it looks any nicer than, say, Project Cars, which we already have. And conversely, several of the tracks and locations uh, overlap with Project Cars as well. So, oh, really? Yeah, they've got you know they've got stuff like the Nurburgring and Spa on there, which yeah, yeah, seems yeah. like every racing game on earth now launches with Spa. Yeah, so they're obviously really easy, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, exciting because it's a GT. I've never been just like when Uncharted came out, I've never had a PlayStation console when one of these franchises has launched, so I'm kind of excited about that. But at the same time. It's all looking a little underwhelming, if you ask me. So Yeah, which is a shame. But I'm sure we'll see lots more of it. Um again, like I, I would probably forgive it for looking a bit ropey if the launch was twenty seventeen, but it isn't. It's November, so worrying. But um we'll we'll keep an eye on it, I suppose. That's all we can really do. Gibbons, big. It's what we do. Gibbons. Uh so we move on. Got a couple more bits. Uh, E3 is expanding out to other mini-shows, one of which is called E3 Live. Uh, It's a free event for anyone who fancies going and will basically be a big show floor full of playable demos just outside of the actual E3 official show. You can head to the E3 website to register. Uh, And you can go too. Uh, Meanwhile, EA are also finalising the details of their roadshow. You remember us saying before, they're they're doing something in London during E3 week. um, But they'll also be doing something in LA outside of E3, a similar sort of thing, but with uh, EA games. Um, And tickets for that are available right now. Uh, But the London one is selling out fast, so you want to get on that fairly quickly. So, yeah, there you go. E3 ramping up buddy we're uh, like 20 odd days away as i as i speak this it's evening getting so
0: closer like. i didn't realize how close like last week i was just yeah nonchalantly it was like yeah it's, it's turning up some point whenever i don't yeah. care but now i'm like whoa yeah it's coming whoa. quick and
1: fast buddy just how i step like it step
0: back yeah gibbons buddy <laughs> <laughs>
1: So finally, from me in the news, uh, I'm chucking this in there. I don't give a flying fuck about it, but I'll tell you anyway. Uh, The new Resident Evil game is called Umbrella Corpse. Cool. Uh, Corpse, C O R P S, not C O R P S E. Although, Roth, I see what you did there. Uh, It features full arena multiplayer. That I didn't realize that. I was
0: just like, ah, funny.
1: It features full arena multiplayer, which actually looks quite cool. Uh, in a sort of Gears of War sense, this is like a third-person shooter kind of
0: multiplayer. But like, isn't like Resident Evil like one of the slowest games to play when you shoot?
1: Traditionally, yeah. Uh, so is this
0: going to be like the slowest multiplayer arena you've ever seen? Like, I don't know, just man. Walking I, around.
1: I remember loading up Resi Five on the 360, and there was a mechanic that meant you couldn't aim and fire whilst moving. You had to like stop and i was like this (laughs) franchise is not for me Uh, (laughs) and that's why i don't care um (laughs) either way they're already peddling dlc and upgrade packs including the maps raccoon city and police station that's the Um, fucking way to do it good stuff yeah yeah so yeah resident evil i don't care but if you do fair play uh and that's my news buddy that's me done so, uh, is, have you got anything to add in everyone's favourite section, Ash's News' favourite things of the week?
0: If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News' favourite thing of the week. Gibbons, buddy, I've got three things for you. Firstly, the new Doom campaign turns around Steam user reviews. You remember a while ago we were saying... How uh, loads of uh, Steam user user reviews were, like, just beating the shit out of Doom for its stupid... Um, they just didn't like the, the stupid multiplayer on it uh, from the open beta. Sure, well, now, said it
1: was Halo. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, thankfully, that's uh, turned around uh, with a whopping 12,267 user reviews. 7,634 of those reviews were negative. But now... It has changed, obviously. I think it's like 8,841 of them are now positive and only 669 are negative. So obviously all those people, like 7,000, near 7,000 people have been like, yeah, okay, let me just change this. They haven't played
1: the story yet. Exactly, buddy. And that's (laughs) what we were
0: saying earlier, buddy. And I just thought I'd uh, emphasize it with a couple of stats there.
1: (laughs) Nicely done, buddy.
0: Okay, second on my next thing. Obviously, that makes no sense. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront ditched single player to hit the Force Awakens release date. What a bunch of cunts, eh? Yeah, and we knew that was the
1: case. Um, Yeah, Gibbons. Well, we we thought that was partly the reason, and the other one was that they could get away with not doing it because of the way that sort of COD was going and Battlefield was going, but. They've kind of said they're going to do a story for the next one, but who can say, buddy, whether it'll be ready in time?
0: <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Anyway, that is gash. I mean, that that would have been ace, a bit of fucking Star Wars story mode. I would have loved that. that Me one. too. Stupid EA, once again. And third, and finally, buddy, this is definitely my favourite headline of the week. Twice as many people are playing Borderlands 2 than Battleborn right now.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I reinstalled the Handsome Jank collection just before I went away with a view nice to buddy. play Borderlands 2 as well. well. We'll have to get through some of that, yeah. Uh,
0: um, uh, Blah, blah, blah. Over 24 hours, currently sitting at around 4,182 for for Battleborn. This is on Steam. Um, uh, And Borderlands 2 was at 8,057. So, yeah. Not gone well, has it, that? No, it's not gone well. Um, Listener of the podcast, Tom, uh, was saying, hey, Battleborn's £30 at Tesco at the moment. I replied with, do not buy that shit.
1: Yeah. And that is all. Such a shame it hasn't really worked out there. Gibbons, buddy. Old Randy they, Pitchford, they tried health, buddy. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Gibbons.
0: And, yeah, buddy, that's my
1: news favourite things of the week. Nicely done, buddy. Good shit. And with that, that is the end of the news. Cool. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix.
0: got this week buddy up down in out round about
1: now, this is a revisit i think because this oh, yeah. was a, a humble bundle that was on a little while ago and it proved so popular that it's actually come back i think it's the first time that the exact same humble bundle was returned it's crazy um, it's a ridiculous bargain i don't think i reported it as a fonds at the time So it certainly warrants it this time. This is the Ubisoft Humble Bundle. Uh, It is back, and it is still insane. (laughs) This is going to be short and sweet. I'll just read off the facts for you, buddies. And if you're a PC gamer, then you know what to do. So, uh, pay more than a dollar, and you will get Call of Juarez Gunslinger, Grow Home, and Rayman Origins. Uh, Pay more than the average, uh, which currently sits at $6.49. Uh, And as well as those games, you will also get Far Cry 3, uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist, and Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. Pay more than $15, and as well as all of those games, you will also get Assassin's Creed Rogue and The Crew. And if you pay top dollar, which is $75 price point, which I think equates to about £50, £55, something like that, you will get... And I'll read them all for added effect, buddy. Call of of Juarez Gunslinger, Grow Home, Rayman Origins, Far Cry 3, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, Assassin's Creed Rogue, The Crew, The Division, and a The Division t-shirt.
0: And don't forget for that um
1: pay more than the average, there's also more games to be added. Exactly. So there'll be more on the way as well. That's just your starting point. And traditionally they they've added two or three more triple A's each time. Yeah, there's they more normally games do. to be added. Yeah. It's a stupid deal. If you like any of those franchises, then yeah. I mean, the division's is still retailing at forty, forty-five pounds, so if if you don't have the division and you're interested in it, then for an extra tenny you can get half of the Ubisoft's back catalogue there. So I nearly bought this yesterday when it went live.
0: Just because of uh, Splinter Cell blacklist.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can pick but, that up for what, four pounds fifty basically. Yeah. And you and get Far like, Cry as well and
0: Yeah, uh, and you get all the rest, yeah. yeah. I was I was very tempted but I said no. I didn't realise that Ubisoft had been around for like 30 years though, buddy.
1: Did you know that? It's yeah, mental. man. Ages and ages Crazy and ages. stuff.
0: But yeah, I do like a bit of Ubisoft, buddy.
1: Gibbons, and I do like a bit of Humble Bundle. There's, off, there's, there have been some incredible deals on these Humble Bundles over the years, and uh, yeah, always worth popping that in your bookmarks bar and heading over there sporadically. Um because there's, yeah, usually there's something worth buying on the Humble Bundle yeah, store. definitely. And uh, this is a huge fonds because, uh, you know, a, a large percentage of these sales go straight to charity as well, which is why you have yeah, that's allowed the one them thing to be about sold in this fashion. You
0: can um, adjust the bars on, on where, the, where the money goes, which is very cool. I like that.
1: It's true. Yep. A whole lot can go to charity and, and yeah, very, very cool good shout buddy and now it's time for out this week and that's out this week sure is buddy
0: so what we got this week buddy what's coming out
1: well just before we uh, do that i'm just uh, i'm just making absolutely certain at this late stage that the PS Plus hasn't been announced. I didn't think it would be. Um, no. And it hasn't. So there we go. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> this is the last podcast of the month, and normally we will have the Games with Gold and the PS Plus titles, but on this specific occasion, the, the Tuesday falls on the last day of the month, and so, in, it, in essence, Sony's got kind of another week to play with before they have to kind of tell us, or, or at least another few days. So... Normally, we'd expect the announcement by now, but it hasn't come. So, unfortunately, I haven't got PS Plus, uh, but I do have Xbox Games with Gold. uh, It's a
0: special three-year anniversary as well, buddy, for Games with Gold.
1: Indeed, indeed. And uh, they celebrate with a a fucking AAA, buddy. That'd be nice, wouldn't it?
0: I know, buddy. would be nice. I mean, not this AAA, but, you know. No, but the gesture
1: is there, at least. Definitely, buddy. Uh, so Xbox Games with Gold, for the Xbox One this month coming, you will have Goat, Sim, and The Crew. And if you are on 360, uh, but of course with backwards compatibility, these will work yep. on your Xbox One. Uh, you will get Super Meat Boy and XCOM as well. Uh, so there you go. That's a pretty solid month, if you ask me. Um uh, I I st- I still would quite like to own and play the crew. I'm just not willing to pay for it because I know it's not. Yeah, I know. I'd like to give it a burn. It'd be funny. I think XCOM on the Xbox One as well. Yes, um, definitely, missed that's that? very cool. If you haven't played that,
0: and well, definitely give it a go. Uh, I enjoyed it on the PC quite a bit. To be honest, it was cool. Yeah, cool Something game. Different
1: sequels out now as well, of course. But yeah, uh, yeah. so there you go. I haven't got PlayStation Plus yet. Um, Next week, buddy. Indeed. Indeed. So, also out this week, we have quite a long list, which I will reel off as quickly as I can. Uh, This is Daydreamer Awakened Edition. It's coming out on the PS4, which is a a 2D side-scroller. It looks No, read what you... You actually wrote both. Awful-looking 2D side-scroller. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a Flash <laughs> game. Uh, I, I presume this is some franchise I don't know anything about, and actually they've remastered it true to its roots or whatever, but oh, well. to, to me it looked awful. Uh, <laughs> Dead Island, <laughs> the definitive edition, is out this week on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Um, it, it's $24.99 on the PlayStation Store. I'd imagine it would be the same on the Xbox. Uh that's a pretty decent price, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean if you if you never played the originals, then it's probably worth picking up. Yeah. Um especially if you can get like a couple of mates in there as well. That's when that game gets really fun.
1: Yes. Yeah, if you've got co-op friends to play this with, it's it's good fun. It's uh it's stupid and shit dialogue and glitchy, but in a sort of B movie-esque fashion, it actually yes. becomes very entertaining indeed. So
0: could crafting wasn't too bad in that, though. I must no, it was solid. Weapons,
1: the crafting was, was cool. The uh, the range of different inanimate objects you could use as weaponry was cool. And yeah. uh, and there's big environments as well. So uh, Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's a fun game. And if you've never played Dead Island, then you get Riptide in there as well, which was the follow-up. It was kind of like Dead Island 1.5. And uh, that's another sort of 30, 40 hours of content as well. So plenty to bits. get stuck into. Uh, We have One Piece Burning Blood uh, on the Xbox One, PS4, and Vita. There's a demo of this on the store on PlayStation if if you want to give it a go. Uh, I did that last week, you might remember. It's a mental-looking 3D fighting game. Nice. Uh, We have Shadow Blade Reloaded. This is on the PS4. It's a 2D side scroller where you're like a samurai. Uh, that looked quite nice, actually, the way that it kind of you transitioned through the levels, and it was all very smooth and lovely. So that might be worth a look. We have SteamWorld Heist, uh, which is part of the SteamWorld universe, but nothing like SteamWorld Dig. This is out on PS4 yeah, and like, PS Vita. This got
0: quite a lot of good reviews and stuff on Steam.
1: Yeah. It? A lot of people like this. Uh, originally, it was console exclusive to the 3DS, which was quite weird. But uh, this is... It's like a 2D XCOM, actually. Talking of XCOM this month, it's got the whole the term-based strategy thing, but it's set in kind of like a cartoony 2D environment. So it's almost like a cross between XCOM and worms, I would say. But nice. uh, it looked quite fun. So Yeah, I'm just
0: watching a video. It looks... Looks interesting, buddy.
1: Pretty cheeky. Uh, Also out this week, we have There Came an Echo on PC. uh, No, not PC, sorry, PS4. Uh, And the reason that I was interested in this, because it is a real-time strategy game coming out on PS4. And that's always very interesting when that happens, buddy. We've been looking for a decent RTS on the consoles for a while, haven't we?
0: Gibbons, buddy. I'm just uh, flicking through. Yeah, it looks interesting i must say i'm gonna have to keep an eye on this i think kind of sci-fi
1: ish isn't it rather than your traditional like rts builder, build this build that but it looks like there's a lot of co-op elements in there as well so yeah yeah i don't know it looks very interesting to be honest Mm, see (laughs) no he's interested keep an eye on that one as well i think
0: Gibbons, May thirty first. Oh yeah, that's we're in out this week, aren't we? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> what a dick. That will be out when you are listening to this. Uh, we also have uh, Pool Nation VR, and that is coming out on the Vive. Uh, I think it was Yay. out on the Oculus before, was it? I don't know. Yeah,
0: we did something with Pool Nation VR. It's, I remember.
1: Yeah, I was, it's where I was saying, do you need like a table to lean on?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that
1: makes sense in my head. If it's VR and it's one for one, then you'd need that, wouldn't you? But uh, Oh, definitely. Yeah, it looks like you do kind of bend over and perhaps a table would be useful. Or or maybe it would <laughs> completely ruin the immersion because the table might not be the exact same height as the... Uh, oh, God, don't. You just throw up all over that table. Maybe you don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's out this week. We also have Brigador, which is out on PC, Mac and Linux. That is a top-down shooter... You are a tank nice. We have Kick and Fennec on the Xbox One, PS4 and Wii U. Uh this is a pretty cutesy two D side scroller, I I'm believe sure it was. I've a... got that on the Vita. Yeah. I'm sure I've got that on the Vita. So yeah, it's out on everything else now as well.
0: Okay. Um yeah, it was okay. Nothing great, just standard um... Cutesy
1: two D kind yeah. of platforming. Ah, weird.
0: Yeah, I, I, I you keep going. I'm just going to check that. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely got that on the Vita, buddy.
1: There you go. There you go. That's out on everything else this week.
0: Yeah, weird. I don't know why they did that. No, nope. strange.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Turmoil, which is out on the PC. This is a tongue-in-cheek strategy sim where you build an oil-drilling empire in the 1800s. It looks Ooh. really cool and. uh It's one of these games that they've clearly absolutely nailed an art style and stuck with it because it looks beautiful and really well put together. So if you're on the PC and you fancy a bit of strategizing, then that could be worth (laughs) a look. Hmm. We have Carmageddon Max Damage. This is the uh, hotly anticipated follow-up to uh, the Death Race 3000 which I used to love the old Carmageddon games, I have to say uh, especially Carmageddon 2 uh, the, this is Max Damage it is finally out on Xbox One and PS4 uh, I saw this at REST and it looked toilet uh, it's reviewed very poorly on the PC, lots of uh, <laughs> issues with frame rate especially and texture popping and all sorts and it, it, you know, that was on the PC so God knows uh, yeah, I, it's
0: going to be even worse surely
1: you would you would presume so unless they've absolutely pulled it out of their asses. Then this is one to avoid. But I will be I will be waiting with bated breath the reviews of this game because it it was always a huge favorite favorite of mine, Carmageddon. And as we mentioned a few podcasts ago, you can actually download the full version of that original game for Android and tablet now. So um, get stuck into that if you haven't already. It's very fun, stupid racing game where you just drive over people and try and wreck other cars. Always fun. Always. Uh, We have Dangerous Golf out on the Xbox One, PS4 and PC. This is uh, golf, but it's basically carnage mode from burnout, which we discussed a little while ago. So um, you take control of the ball, you go into slow-mo and you try and wreck like a house or a village or whatever you like. toilet. Pretty stupid, but in a good way. And uh,
0: I was quite excited about this. After watching it, I'm not so excited about it.
1: it. It doesn't look that great. I liked the concept, but when I watched the video, I was like, "Okay, that's literally what that is. That is literally just Carnage Mode from Burnout." And yeah, whether or not that makes for a compelling game over more than like an hour, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think. I don't know. I thought that it would have like more
0: crazy golf aspects to it, maybe, or you know, some sort of thing like that. But it's literally just like smash everything as much as you can and then get it in the hole with a trick shot, and that is it. Yeah, I it know. looks
1: the whole golf thing's quite misleading, there, isn't it? To be honest, yes, it's not golf at all, really. It'll, it'll depend on price point and game modes and that sort of thing, but uh, True. either way. That uh, is out this week, and finally out this week, we have Hard Reset Redux on the Xbox One, PS4 and PC. Uh, this is a remaster of the 2011 Cyberpunk shooter, uh, and it looks really cool. It's got sort of 7s uh, and 8s kind of review scores, that original game, uh, really nice art style and looks like a lovely remaster running at a sort of full 60 with lovely new textures and stuff. Might be worth a look cool buddy and that's out this week it sure is nice and now it's time for the jfg top five
0: Top five, top five this week, buddy.
1: Well, I've gone kind of semi-serious here, although you'll notice not for the entirety. But uh, with E3 fast approaching, I thought it might be worth looking at things that would make E3 great, things we're hoping for. Uh, I've, I've asked a few of our listeners this week, and they've come back in saying what they are expecting to see and what they're hoping to see. But this is an E3 top five, and it is the top five things that would make E3 great.
0: Ooh. And it's under your chest.
1: (laughs) Indeed, buddy.
0: So So number one
1: on my list, a a debut console from a new player. Fuck, that would be mental. Just imagine. Just be like, hey, check this shit out. Boom. And I was trying to think who who would make a console, who would jump in and try and compete with all the big guns. Like it's so it would be so unheard of at this point in time that someone would jump into the console market. Samsung. Well, it would probably be one of these big giants. It would probably be someone like Samsung or I mean, yes, that's certainly more likely than like sega to be honest at this point (laughs) but then i was thinking what about like ea what about one of these big publishers what if their next step could be to design a console that meant that their games were like first party you know that would be retarded for them surely if ea were (laughs) like yeah no you can only play fifa on on the ea no you still you'd still have it wide wide range but you could build the console so that it was perfect for your development teams you know these some of these publishers have got like 25 studios working for them if they could design a console specifically for their development teams so that their games looked the best like that'd be exciting there's no way it'll happen but
0: like someone could come out with like a streaming console I mean not looking at like hardware like like a beast of a machine but come out and be like, Hey, look, we've made this box and you can stream all these fantastic games perfectly. I mean, that would be a big old game changer. Yeah. With like EA access on it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just it work. (laughs) Like PlayStation now, but better.
1: (laughs) Hugely unrealistic, but I would love it if some new some new player waded into the console markets. That's my number one. Yeah. Or was it Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that went well. <laughs> yeah, it went really well, buddy. Cautionary tale there. Number two, uh, Project Gotham Five. That would be nice. Uh, people
0: are starting to understand who it, wrote the list. Be on Xbox one, I'm guessing.
1: <laughs> well, it would be the final nail in the coffin for me, buddy. I'd be off to pick up my Xbox from the store. <laughs> Fair dues. Personal one to me, but. It's my favorite racing game of all time. If yeah, a new buddy. one was released, I would buy the console so that I could play it. Yeah. Number 3, PlayStation backwards compatibility.
0: Never going to happen, but yes, that would be lovely. It'd be very very good.
1: And that'd be amazing uh, if they finally, even if they didn't ditch PS Now but just made it so that if you owned a game, then you could play that game for free. Yeah, like via if you put PS the now. disc
0: in or i don't know why putting the disk in that would be pointless because you could just play the game yeah i don't know no no like, if, yeah like if you a disk in
1: to verify the license and then it worked on p s now or if you had yeah, it on true. your sony account already or whatever um, yeah yeah like a like um yeah like a
0: digital version of it then what you could saying? stream it off PS now for yes, free that would that would be nice it would be really Anything nice like uh it would Anything also better
1: it would coming. reward all the people who've been clicking on that PS3 game through PS Plus all this time as well. Yes, I can't wait. Uh, the fourth thing that would make E3 great uh, a film of the fucking Spencer fashion show where he'd parade oh, nice. down a catwalk before us, showing off every single t shirt stroke suit jacket combo in his wardrobe for hours. I mean, I'd watch all of that. (laughs) Just imagine it. You could have the Cortana voice from Windows, like, commentating. They'd be like... That would work. And now Phil is wearing the Gears of War 3 t-shirt with a wonderful Slate suit combo from... (laughs) Just, it'd be perfect. And he's properly, like, mincing about. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. He's doing the whole, like, walking away and then looking back round with a bit of a blue steel (laughs) and shit. Nice. You can do it, Phil. We believe in you. Yeah, definitely. I'd watch that. And my fifth thing that would make E3 great, buddy. I've been thinking about this quite a lot, actually, since both of the games started their preamble into marketing campaigns. Uh, A genuinely exciting new FIFA game. I don't know what that would look like, buddy. I don't know. We are massive Football fans, we've we've moved over to Pez. FIFA's been just ticking over, iterating on the same game engine for some time now. It's all felt a little bit stale Uh, and imagine if EA came out for their conference, this E3, and showed off a new engine and all new ideas and it was fresh and it was exciting. That would be an absolutely massive game changer Uh, and that would make E3 great for me. That would be yeah, I'd be happy with that as well. Definitely. And then we could maybe go back to a game with uh, a menu system that wasn't designed by a chimp. <laughs> That'd be cool. Maybe. Yeah, I'd like that. That'd be very good. So there you go. That's my top five things that would make E3 great. Uh, certainly number four would be my choice if I had to yeah, pick Yeah, I'd one. say that would be my top, top choice. Come on, Phil. You can do it. <laughs> And now it's time for many moons ago. Many moons ago.
0: So I'm going to do something that you'll find out in the uh, next section, it would make sense. But uh, if this game was uh, around 20 years ago, it would look something like this.
1: It'll make sense later.
0: Okay. So where are we going back to, buddy?
1: Uh, This week we are going back to the 1st of June, 2004 which saw the release of The Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. That was a good game, wasn't it? Yes, why, how, (laughs) (laughs) what? Yeah, (laughs) valid. I I remember this being announced and presumed, as you you do in 2004, that this movie game tie-in was going to be terrible. And then I found out that it was being made by Vin Diesel he was that he was funding a new studio to make a game this studio was called Starbreeze Interactive and they were going to make a Chronicles of Riddick game and with that information as well as what i already had in my head i knew this would be terrible <laughs> absolutely be awful. awful yeah uh, and then it it came
0: out and it was really good <laughs> It was a really, really good. The stealth mechanics were fucking awesome
1: absolutely out of this world and and a lot of the innovation in it was is still being used today. Uh, how much of this it game fits. did you play, buddy, back in the day and did, what console did you play it on because it came out is
0: that, i don 't know i want to say I played it on p c
1: yeah, it came know. out. It came out about six months later on PC. It originally launched on the original Xbox, which I know that you mm. had, but I don't remember you having this game on it.
0: I don't. I, I really think that I played this game on the PC. I'm trying. I'm. I'm racking my brains about it, and yeah, I'm gonna say I played it on PC with mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I did. I'm sure I did. But yeah, I played a lot of this game. It was oh it was just loads of fun but yeah it was just for me it was like the the stealth mechanics and like the shadows and or whatever it is like it was just fucking awesome so
1: good yeah we were right in sort of splinter cell territory at the time and and i i would argue that this actually did it better and uh, hmm. it was really interesting the story was really good as well obviously it was you know it was high budget they really spent the money and obviously it was acted well, I was going to say, well, I, I quite like Vin Diesel. I, I think that's a stretch, to be honest. But yeah, it was solid, and it was Riddick, uh, and I've always been a huge fan of of the Riddick movies. If I'm honest, they've always been a bit of a guilty pleasure, especially the Chronicles that last of Riddick. One wasn't great. It, it wasn't great. It was just a, like a remake of Pitch Black, really, wasn't it? But, yeah. But yeah, it was a cool game, and uh, it, it spawned uh, a sort of add-on pack, Assault on Dark Athena, and yep. Um yeah, I mean, I, I would like to go back and play this again now, to be honest, because at the time it was it was graphically it was lovely. And this is this is this uh this Goldilocks zone, if you remember, buddy, back in 04 when I'd just bought that meaty graphics card.
0: Yeah, I remember.
1: And I've got You're a real soft spot for a lot of <laughs> graphically intensive games that came out around this time. Yeah. So uh it does hold a bit of a special place in my heart. But yeah, I, it was just uh, it was a cool game and and it kind of surprised everyone in that I think everyone thought it was going to be terrible and uh it ended up reviewing very well. Yeah, it was it was um it was a surprise. That's what
0: it was. A good surprise, buddy. I would say.
1: And of course this was uh, remastered and re-released later on on the uh, on on the newer consoles on the 360 I remember it coming out on and uh, they'd actually used the engine and remastered and made a, a new chapter in uh, Assault on Dark Athena but a lot of people kind of bought that for Butcher Bay which was a far superior product and actually <laughs> yeah. Dark Athena kind of only picked up sort of sixes and sevens and wasn't really to everyone's taste whether people Humans. had kind of moved on from the Riddick universe by that point or not, I'm not sure. But, uh, but
0: yeah. Do you remember... Oh God knows how many months ago it was in, in the podcast we were saying, like, for some reason, uh, I was in Game Shop and I was advising a mum on, on a game. Yes. Um, and um, what it was, like... And she asked the question, and that was the question. Um, does this come... Like, she picked up Dark Athena and she was like, has this got, like, the original... Um, yeah, original Riddick game on it, and and the the obviously the the game clerk or whatever didn't know, and I was like, yeah, it has, don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, it was just weird. Like I took like I hadn't remembered what it was until this very moment, buddy, that we mentioned that. But yeah, nice, it a cracking game, Old Butcher Bay, really good.
1: Gibbons, buddy, that was the first of June two thousand and four which saw the release of The Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay on the original Xbox. And now it's time for the JFG Quiz.
0: JFG (laughs) Quiz. JFG Quiz. Jingle. It's beautiful. So this week, buddy, seen as Ubisoft have been in the news, they've been in other things like the Fonses and Phoenixes, and you know, we've we've just, you know, they're about at the moment. we gonna have a quiz about Ubisoft, buddy. Ooh. So I hope you know your French knowledge. Me too. That's where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, these are all questions about Ubisoft and their franchises and things like that. Um, So, obviously, the first question I'm going to go for is, when was Ubisoft founded, buddy? I mean, I did hint at this earlier. So, 1985,
1: 1986, or 1987, buddy? I believe you said 20 years. I'll stick with that. 86. That doesn't make... (laughs) That's 30 years, but, yeah, close enough. So
0: you're going for 86. Yes, my maths is completely (laughs) off. I remember you saying a round number. It was a round number, and yes, you are correct, buddy. It was 1986. I slipped it in there for you because I was like, that is a shit question. (laughs) Thank you. So, yeah, there you go. Okay, so uh, this is kind of a reference to what I said in the previous section. Um, At E3 2011, Ubisoft... Press conference was hosted by a massive retard called Mr. Caffeine. But what did he do to completely balls it up for Ubisoft? Was it A, a stupid, repeated back in time joke and sound? Was it B, terrible wee and dick jokes? Was it C, looking and acting like he's off his office tits on cocaine? Or was it D?
1: All of the above. <laughs> and in my research for the uh, people fucking it at E3 quiz, yep. uh, <laughs> I, I was unfortunate enough to relive the Mr. Caffeine press conference, and I can categorically say it is definitely all of the above. It is definitely all of the above. I <laughs> was
0: weird as fuck, what a buddy. Tool. Indeed. Okay, uh, question three. Ubisoft was founded by the Guillemot brothers, I think that's how you say it, I still don't know, Guillemot? It's, it's
1: Guillemot in English and Guillemot in French. Guillemot.
0: There you go, uh, brothers. But how many are there? Is it two, four, or Five.
1: I don't know the answer to this, despite the fact that uh, I actually saw 30,000 breeding pairs of guillemots on my boat trip last week. Um, <laughs> but that they, none of them told me how many brothers founded Ubisoft. I just have to take a punt. Um, and as is often the case with this, buddy, I'll go for the middle one. I'll take four. Mm. See, I thought you'd go
0: for that. So, uh, Unfortunately, it was five,
1: buddy. Ooh. I did not know
0: this. There's uh, some interesting fact. Yeah, there's five of them, and uh, I think they're all still part of it now. Obviously, I'll use Guillemot is like top, top brass, and uh, the others are you know just below him. But yeah, interesting.
1: Quite a legacy they've got there. Oh,
0: Gibbons, buddy. I think they're like third, in or they were third in the in the games rankings or some some kind of chart. I can't remember. I'd, I'd read stuff. I've forgotten it by now though. <laughs> nice. Question number 4. There are, well, Wikipedia says 5, but I know there's 6. Tom Clancy game series. Can you name them all, buddy?
1: Oh, uh, okay. Um Rainbow Six. Yes. Splinter Cell. Yes. Uh Tom Clancy's The Division. Yes. Um Tom
0: Clancy's Oh what's that? Another one that we played a lot of on the 360. Ghost Recon. Recon. Yes, nice. Two more, buddy. These ones we did not play. Funk loved one of these. It has airplanes in. Hawks. Nice. And the last one, buddy. <laughs> Some sort of strategy game where You could use your voice. Oh, what the fuck was that called?
1: That looks terrible. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) No, I'm not going to get the name of that, but I know. You know the game, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was End War, buddy. End War, that's right. (laughs) Indeed. But yeah,
0: there you go. So, I like, on on Wiki, it didn't. Class The Division as a game, but I don't know if it had been updated or not, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to put it in because it has Tom Clancy's
1: name in it. I mean, it probably shouldn't because (laughs) he didn't write The Division, but you're absolutely right That's it's Tom Clancy's The Division so it counts.
0: Gibbons. Okay. Final question. How many Rainbow Six Vegas 2 multiplayer maps can you name? Point for each of them, buddy. I'm going to be shit at this.
1: The Villa. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, that's one. <laughs> Tr- uh, Is Trainyard one? Trainyard, yes, Trainyard. And am I allowed Calypso Casino?
0: Um, Yes, it's one of the downloadable maps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, uh... Ah, for fucking
0: theatre. Yes, theatre. Nice. That's four.
1: Uh, Think of the places. Convention centre.
0: Yes, that that was a big one. We used to play that a lot. Yeah. Yep. Convention centre. Nice. Campus. Uh, It is not on my list. Uh, University. Uh, that was maybe that was one. <sighs> that was like yeah, the library one or whatever it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, no, that was on Rainbow Six: Vegas One, buddy. I don't know. I said one, just Vegas. Think about when you shoot people. What are they that you that you what them, you, they you uh, the kill game. house? Yeah. Yes, nice. No, <laughs> um, uh, another you know if you kill someone you've you've what to them you've you've made them dead murder there's, town there's murder town buddy your clues are I really would good. I also except murder town dark <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh you got any more left in you, buddy because you've you've got eight i mean that's pretty pretty damn good how many are there um one two three four Sixteen,
1: so you got oh. half of them. Shit, there's loads. Fucking hell, yeah. No, we should stop here because it's like pulling okay. teeth for the listeners. But yeah, thank okay. you for all your so, help.
0: So <laughs> it's cool. Uh, Kill House, Trainyard, Villa, Theater, Three Kingdoms Casino. Oh yeah. Oil refinery, import export, uh, close quarters combat or whatever. it's CQB training and also CQB training dark. Yep. Um, Vegas Junkyard, uh, Convention Center. Uh, Presido was it? I can't say that word. Presidio. Oh, uh, Presidio or something like that. That's Yeah, that one, whatever it is. Uh, Murder Town, Streets, which was the exclusive, uh, Ubisoft exclusive content. Uh, Calypso Casino, Murder Town Dark, and yeah, like I said, Close Quarters, <sighs> Dark. I want to play that game again. I know, buddy. Only if we had Xbox Ones would be all right. So you got eight, um, nine, ten... 10? 10, Ten of. out of 5, you buddy. helps
1: me a great deal, but yeah, I think so. Nicely done, B. Cool quiz, buddy.
0: Yeah, a bit of Ubisoft knowledge coming at you. Gibbons.
1: Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Cool. And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. We cut it with funk. he get questions. With see
0: ya. You got any questions, buddy?
1: I actually asked Funk uh, as well as PJ, and we'll get on to him later on. But I asked Funk, um, with E3 in mind, what he was looking forward to at E3, uh, and he said, I'm not that fussed about it, really. Feel like we got a decent game across the genres we play, and plenty of single player to get on with. Not sure they've got anything that the Funk needs. <laughs> <laughs> He also says he's still not into VR, which he thinks will feature heavily. Um, he's, he reckons got to be seen to be believed, and yeah, uh, I agree with that. He would like a Magic: The Gathering for PS4 announcement. He he. So, he loves his card games.
0: This one he does.
1: Uh, he's right. Has though. He looked at
0: the um, Elder Scrolls card game. I can't remember what it's called. Is it Legends or something?
1: I, I don't he? know. Maybe he will now you've said that.
0: I don't, I don't know if it's coming out on consoles or what it's out on, but I, I read something about that the other week and rem- it reminded me that that was a thing. I don't know if it's out or not. I, I'll, I'll find out for him if he wants.
1: Either way, whether. <laughs> I mean Funk's right. We do have we've got solid a solid game in every genre. I've got so many games. It's true. It's ridiculous. And with with Overwatch having just come out as well, like we're we're looking pretty well set up in pretty much every department other than strategy at the moment. So Yeah. Um I think some people's excitement of E3 has been eroded away somewhat by how complex and convoluted the console market seems to have become. Um, yeah, true. It makes it hard to be excited about anything because it's hard to know where to put your money down anymore. To a degree, so that's a bit of a problem. But yeah, uh, I can see, I can see why Magic the Gathering might be something a little bit interesting. But uh, yeah, he's not, he's not, he's not asked. So I suppose we will move on, buddy. Gibbons, babe. Every week, we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the JFGpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Correspondence.
0: So what's the happy haps, buddy? What's the, uh, what's the word on the street?
1: Okay, firstly, I'm a I'm at pains to inform you. Uh I was told it's a matter of life or death that I let you know. Friend of the podcast Dan, uh yeah. listens every week. Uh often when he's out running or cycling or whatever, and he's a huge fan of patio chat. Always <laughs> always looking forward to patio chat he is, buddy. We haven't we didn't do it this week, buddy. We didn't, we didn't. And shit. Sometimes it's important to keep people guessing, keep them on their toes, and uh, I look forward to a massive update in next week's podcast. But the problem that Dan has with patio chat, specifically the patio chat jingle, ah, uh, what? What have I done? Is this patio all the time line? Yeah. What's wrong with it? It hurts his face to hear you say that, buddy, when, as he so eloquently put it, you could have fucking said, paving the way.
0: Oh. <laughs> nice, buddy. Am I like it, mate.
1: <laughs> he said he was out running the other day, and, and when the patio chat jingle came on and you said patio all the time, he, he said aloud missed opportunity <laughs>
0: <laughs> paving the way okay i will i will i'll try and change that um for the next time the patio chat jingle is on <laughs> nice <laughs> that's uh, thank you i i will definitely do that see like you know i don't have much time to come up with these things it's literally i just go hit record and i'm like I'll say something over the top of this, and that is done. I'm the and same. It's set in stone for life when I've done so like jingles before. I don't think about before. this shit. I'm just
1: like, yeah, patio all the time. Just hit, like, yeah, that sounds good. Just hit the button and spaz into a microphone and go. That'll do. That's how I've <laughs> yeah. come the way here.
0: It's like Ash's new favorite things of the week. I say Ash's new favorite thing of the week, and I was like, that's fine. Yep. I'm not editing that now. Hell no. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I on, I've been on Twitter this week, obviously, cause you have been away and, um, JJ has, uh, when I was chatting to him, he was talking to me, um, about his customization of trolls, uh, not actual, you know, weird trolls like controllers, you know, that would make more sense in this gaming podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I need to tell you that, but yeah. Um, So he he yeah, customised trial uh, controllers and puts like little chipboards in there to add a couple of extra buttons. Now he said it's not cheating, but I don't know. It sounds a bit dodgy. Controversial. I know. Well, he, like, he says he doesn't use it for like, you know, like auto fire and stuff like that. It's just like for like quick swapping of guns. And I'm like, okay, I, I can see what he's saying. He's That's just he's correcting
1: saying. Sony's misdemeanors there, if ah, anything. Ah, exactly. That's what he's doing. Good point. So, yeah,
0: he sent in uh, a, a picture uh, of these trolls and I was very jealous. And it made me think, hey, might have to make some kind of JFG decal. So I've been busy working on that. So um, you might get something in the post in the next couple of weeks, buddy. Little treat for you. Ooh! Yeah. Keep an eye out, and maybe one lucky listener could win another one if I feel generous enough to buy one more and post it out. We'll see. Pooch is I, crazy. Um, we we could make some kind of competition for it. I don't know. We'll we'll spitball this yeah. after the show.
1: Yeah, I like the sound of this. I like this
0: sound of winning. You, way know, this you is going- could have. Your own JFG custom decal on your troll.
1: Very special indeed.
0: Also to that, he sent in a picture of uh, him listening to the podcast, playing Uncharted and enjoying some beers. That's the way to do it, buddy. That's the way to listen. It really is. exactly. How do you guys listen to it? Send us your pictures on Twitter, Facebook, wherever the fuck you want. Who cares? So, we've got someone who listens
1: whilst enjoying a beer and some uncharted. We've got someone who listens whilst virtual fishing. Mm. We're kind of getting a bit of a picture of the listener base here, buddy. Uh, by the way, I did, uh, I, I popped onto Twitter while I was on holiday and I did see those pictures, and those trolls were pretty fucking special. I agree. Pretty special, aren't they? Very nice, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you very much for that, JJ. So as well as asking Funk about E3 this week, buddy, I uh, I also asked PJ what uh, he expected to see there and also what he wanted to see there. Unfortunately, the two things tend not to correlate very often. So It's true. But what can you do? Uh, but PJ said uh, he thinks that you'll see a ton of VR minigames. Um, yes. And uh, he didn't really say whether he was interested in that or not. I think he's kind of still <laughs> on the fence rather than Funk, Yeah. Who, I think, well, to, to be fair, Funk is just saying, like, I haven't experienced it, so I don't get what the fuss is all about, and I just want some proper it's like anal games. sex, buddy. I haven't
0: tried it, so I don't know if I like it or not.
1: It's an interesting analogy there, buddy. I'm willing to go along with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, what PJ wants from E3 uh, is uh, an Elder Scrolls announcement. And I think we can both get on board with that one. Yes, um, I'd like that. That'd be, that'd be awesome. would be very cool. Or even better, says PJ, Sony could confirm that the PS4.5 was just a hoax. That would be sweet. <laughs> that would be a horrific hoax.
0: Like, why would they do that? It's just not a good idea. But yes, that it would be nice if they just came out and was like, no, nah, actually, we've decided just we're not going to do that. We're going to get two more years and then fuck me.
1: You just wait and see what monstrosity is coming out of Sony. Indeed, indeed, yep. Totally agree, PJ. Uh, thanks very much for that. And seeing as, as we're heading towards E3 at some sort of alarming pace, uh, mm. we'd love to hear from you on that topic. What do you want to see at E3? Uh, what do you think the reality will be? Yeah. Um, what games are you excited for? Are you planning on watching the conferences? All of these things would be very interesting to find out what our listeners are planning on doing over that kind of festive period, if you will, buddy. So, yeah, <laughs> get stuck yes, in, definitely. Cool. Send us your messages. Let us know what you're doing, and we'll uh, we'll read you out next week. Kibbins B. And thanks everyone who uh, wrote in this week. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode sixty-one of the podcast. Racking them up, it's been pretty Still solid
0: going. Gibbons, buddy, it's been a nice one. It's quite late now, though. Not gonna lie,
1: it is. It is. We've done pretty well, though. We've caned through, and uh, it's been kind of weird. Uh, the last time I spoke to you was when we were recording episode sixty. It's <laughs>
0: yeah, it's really old,
1: strange. It's
0: been a it's been a tough week, buddy, without you. I've, I've got through it.
1: Nice, buddy. I'm not going anywhere. I say for a week. While. I mean eight days. It's too long. I don't I can't remember the <laughs> last crazy. time I didn't play any video games for over a week. It's been horrifying, to be honest.
0: I don't think I could do it. Like, luckily, I've got my Vita to take with me whenever I, I disappear.
1: It made me feel like I need to investigate some sort of portable for uh, future can't travels. Can you just steal the misses? I could do, but it's not the same as having your own. It's true. It's not the same. Get some sort of 3DS, buddy. Ah. Oh, E3 this year. PS Vita 2. I mean, you'd be a brave man to make that prediction. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen
0: now, mate. I've said it.
1: I'm worried that it will now you've said it. It's only going to go under because of you. They have to follow through on that.
0: Yes. The law, dear
1: classic. Nice. Well, uh, with that, uh, on this particularly late hour of Wednesday evening, buddies, I think we will say goodbye. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, You can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk. We're on Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast. Our Twitter or Twittle, as I said last week, handle. That was, that was special. Is okay. uh, is at the JFG Podcast. We're also on SoundCloud, SoundCloud forward slash just for gamers. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Just search the JFG Podcast on there. Uh, we're on Stitcher. Uh, you can find us on PlayStation as well. Uh, come and join the JFG Podcast PlayStation community. Uh, And we're also on Google+, Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening. I have been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. And until next week, buddies, have a cracking one. We will catch you next time. Goodbye. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.